1: Greetings, Cap fans, and welcome to a very special edition of the Captain America comic book fans podcast. This is episode 64. You wouldn't know it by the number, but it's our one year anniversary. And I am your host, Rick Verbonis. And as always, I am joined by the best gosh darn co-host out there. That would be Mr. Bob Lucius. Bob Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary, dear mom. Happy anniversary to you.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. I, that's that's just that double
1: wow yeah that was thank you thank you <laughs> did you did you did you get the impersonation
2: i you know it sounds familiar but i can't i can't put my finger on it i don't know if it was an animal house or No, oh, you're getting close yeah it has that vibe to it
1: uh think of saturday night live
2: <laughs>
1: think okay. of uh 1976, oh, all
2: right. maybe. The lounge singer. Well, Bill Murray. Yes. Yeah. Lounge singer. Yeah. There's a guy who, who sang uh, Merry Christmas. Happy, was it Merry Christmas? Uh, yeah, the Star right. Wars theme. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> he sang the Star Wars theme. That was uh,
1: my impersonation of Bill Murray doing the lounge singer singing <laughs> to you, Happy Anniversary.
2: <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. it did It did bring that home. Yes. I got oh, it. Excellent. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.
1: All right. Well, I Bob. I look, I've been looking forward to this episode for such a long time. We've got such a fun show uh, in store for the listeners. We have a ton of uh, cool, exciting things going on. Um, you know, not only is it our one year anniversary, but it's the holidays. So you had this brilliant idea of we should talk about the our, our favorite or least favorite uh captain america gifts that we ever you know, received or maybe we gave and so we uh, we asked the listeners to call in and leave a message about their favorite cap gifts and uh so we will be listening to those throughout the episode and at the very end we will reveal our favorite message and that person will get a cool cap gift in the mail um But also looking back uh, at the last year, right, we're going to have some highlights, uh, our favorite moments, our favorite guests, that'll be fun to kind of go down a a memory lane trip. Um, I highly suggest for our listeners out there that aren't driving right now, uh, you should have a pen and paper. Because we are going to cover so many different things. And you might go, that sounds cool. What episode was that again? Oh, yeah. So um, we'll we'll be going through a lot of memories. Oh, Bob, we also have several very special guests calling in to wishing us a happy anniversary. And we'll be playing those throughout the show.
2: This is, this is, this is going to be a great show, Rick. I know, uh, I know that you have been uh, like an elf on <laughs> uh, a Red Bull, have <clears throat> been planning this for Is weeks. that a short
1: joke? Is that a That's... short joke, Bob? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you've been planning this and pouring your heart into it. So I, I, know, I know the listeners are going to really, really enjoy uh, what you've got in store for them.
1: Oh, well, yeah, it's going to be fun. We also, hey, Bob. We we're going to be exchanging gifts live on this special episode. We 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 mailed each other gifts. We haven't opened them yet. We're going to open them during the show, uh, so we get to see each other's reaction and slash disappointment. And it's we'll just come... like it'll be just like Christmas morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um. And then, uh, you know what? We're going to end the show with uh, announcing our next guest as well as the episodes we're going to be doing in january and let's do a 2022 podcast bucket list like what would we love to do in 2022 like what you know what are some things we'd like to 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 do for our second year
2: yeah i mean i think that makes sense right i mean because we've been like we've been we've been going straight out uh 64 episodes that's crazy right and uh but there's a lot more stuff on the back burner that we've talked about and we've been like "Eh, i don't know we don't have time for how do we plug it in right but i know we've got some great ideas
1: we do we do and then we have a 80 year history of a character to to pull from so uh we're not going to run out of ideas all right so bob um where do we start well let's start with the hello right so over over the last year bob um started doing a shtick where i was i i started doing challenging myself really to do a different hello to you every episode um and part of that challenge was sometimes trying to tie it in with uh with that episode that was not always the easiest thing to do but um uh, but it was something that uh I had tried to do throughout the year um and so Bob, there are several uh different hellos that I have done um I think i I started doing it uh maybe i tried to maybe episode ten and then yeah, 12, 14, 16. I, I started doing a couple of different ones. And then really when we got into the twenties and thirties, it became like a ritual. Yeah. It became right?
2: way, way more sophisticated.
1: Yeah. And I think in episode 22 is the first time I said that you were the best gosh darn co-host out there.
2: Yeah. Well, it took you a while. was like a probationary period.
1: Yeah. Well, you still are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Walking <laughs> on eggshells, people.
1: So Bob, uh I spent uh two and a half hours. Compiling the next uh, two minutes <laughs> of various hellos over the last year would would you like to hear them, Bob? You know what? Before we do that, though, I think it would
2: it would be awesome for the listeners if you could maybe like pull some snippets out of those and, and make them available for potential ringtones. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, listeners, feel feel free to do that. <laughs> feel free to uh, I, I give you my permission. Uh, here legally to uh, record any of my hellos as your <laughs> ringtone.
2: Uh, roll tape.
1: All right. What's happening? What's shaking? What's uh, What's new? What's going on? Good day. Hello. Hi there. Hey there. Good Abend. Hey, hey. What's up?
2: <laughs> Oh, Rick, I haven't heard that in what over a decade.
1: <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Bonjour. Hi. Hey, hey. <laughs>
2: Technical difficulties, folks.
1: I'm trying to, hold on, I'm trying to do it. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Bob? (laughs) Yo. Hey, man. What are you doing? Come over here. I got to talk to you, man.
2: Yeah. I, you know, first of all, I'm blushing. You know, best gosh darn I'm glad this is just audio because uh, uh-huh. you know, I'm blushing like schoolgirl. But the other thing is, uh, <laughs> you lost me on the hello. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's, what it's, is it? it's,
1: instead of having you at hello, I lost you at hello. Is that <laughs> how it works? <laughs> you lost me at hello. Uh, uh- Bob. Bob. Bob, (laughs) what's a happening? Hot stuff (laughs) season's greetings. What if I don't say hello in a different way this week? Magadangabi. how are you doing bob <laughs> hello darkness my old friend
3: bonjour mon ami
1: <laughs> oh, bravo
2: just bravo bravo rick Hua. Oh, you're ready to rock!
0: (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right, so uh, wow, there you go, Bob.
2: Wow, that brought back some memories, Rick.
1: (laughs) What what, folks, if you what you couldn't uh hear during all that was was Bob was actually gasping for air laughing at some of these. My face hurts. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's killing me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So so Bob, not, they didn't always go that smooth. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you forgot that there was this long pause there. I say Bob and there's a long pause. And then you just interrupt me. <laughs> so so here's a few bloopers of uh, of Bob forgetting. Bob,
2: Rick, thirty-five. 35? 35? Hold on,
1: Bob. I didn't say hi yet. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I am your host Rick Verbanis, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, the best gosh darn co-host out there, Mister Bob Lucius. Bob.
2: That almost sounded a little bit like I, I tell my son frequently that he is the best son I have. Uh,
1: and of course okay, you're my only, only co-host, yeah.
2: <laughs> but I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Any attention is good attention, and I'll take Bob, it.
1: Bob, I had a different hello <laughs> prepared. Because I don't know if the listeners have caught on yet, but I try to do a different hello to you every single episode. And sometimes sometimes i don't i don't know what to say and there's a little pause <laughs> but
2: this, you can't see it folks but i can see the i can see the wheels turning i see a little bit of a little bit of steam coming out the ear sockets <laughs> uh so my yeah my face turning red <laughs> all
1: right all right so this one this hello because i sometimes try to tie it in with you know what we're going to be talking about in the episode but this one you ready for it i'm ready hello <laughs> uh,
2: i gotta tell you that sounds like you just got kicked in the nethers man
1: <laughs> oh, come on and as always i'm joined by the best gosh darn co-host out there mr bob lucius bob
2: another uh another sammy hagar fan yeah yeah buddy
1: <laughs> hello <laughs>
2: I don't know what, what the heck that
1: was, but... Uh, that was not my Sammy Hagar, by the uh, way. No. I, I know no, that you, wasn't Sammy. You weren't supposed to talk. You know, there's always that pause after uh-huh. I say, Bob, yeah. there's a pause. And okay. I give you my yeah. special hello for this episode and this episode only.
2: Oh, I got excited about Sammy Hagar.
1: Ugh. All right, I'll do it again. Okay. Ready?
2: Okay, I'm pausing.
1: Hello! So so there you oh, go, Bob. Oh, my gosh. So the 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 Sammy Hagar reference was for episode I Can't Drive 55.
2: Right, right. And
1: uh, you, you got flustered by that when I yeah. said that. And then
2: <laughs> too many pop culture references uh, converging uh, at one time. Yeah. Yes, yes. Threw me off.
1: Well, there you go. Those were our hellos. Um, we will uh, endeavor to try to continue those in year two um, we will do our best. And I say, we, I, I really need me. <laughs> that's right, that's right. That's Bob right. just shows up and laughs.
2: laughs. I just, I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of research folks. You don't understand the the uh, staff, the staff time that goes into that.
1: Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So Bob, uh, I have a trivia question for the listeners. Okay.
0: All right, I'm ready for this one? Yeah, and
1: we're, we'll give out um, we'll give out a prize uh, for the first person to answer this correctly. So, um, should we ask them to uh, reply in the Facebook group when we post this uh, in the Facebook group, or should we ask them to call and leave a message? What do you think?
2: No, I, I definitely think you should do it in the Facebook group.
1: Right? Okay, I, I think, so yeah. first person to answer this correctly in the Facebook group. We will send you a cool Captain America related prize. Here is the question. All right. This is episode 64. Bob has been the best gosh darn co host out there for 63 of those 64 episodes.
2: <laughs> I really let you down on one
0: of them. Yeah. You really
1: did. No, it was, <laughs> it was just a, it didn't work out very well as far as timing was concerned, whatever. So um, what was the one episode where Bob doesn't co-host, right? So you, you, you could just put in the, the Facebook group um, what episode number that was, or you could even maybe do the topic um, and, and don't be like, the one where you cover the Captain America comics. Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Please be specific. And uh, we will send out a, a cool Captain America cri- uh, prize. What do you think, Bob?
2: Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, that should be easy for anybody who has listened to all 64 episodes. But uh, who knows? You might, uh, you might just pick a number out of a hat and, and get it right. So uh, do your best, folks. Do your yep. best. Do your research. That's what I tell my students. Do your best. Do your research.
1: Oh, so, Bob, uh, we got a, a call here uh, from someone wishing us a happy anniversary.
4: Hey, everybody, this is Ron Garney. I wanted to wish the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast a great anniversary. I had a wonderful time when I was on there talking with you guys, and I hope to do it again soon. And cheers to many more. Take it easy and happy holidays.
1: How cool is that? Oh, my God,
4: Ron Garney?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Artist extraordinaire, uh, who was a a great guest. We had a, a phenomenal time talking with him. Uh, back on episode 39 um, where he went through his entire career of doing Captain America comics. So obviously that included uh, him and Mark Wade uh, ending volume one, Mm -hmm. uh, doing uh, volume three, kicking that off Um, his reaction to volume one ending and, and uh, you know, the volume two heroes reborn, uh you know how did that go over with him um and then why he left volume 2 and, and started the captain america Sentinel liberty uh, series uh we even we even touched a little bit about uh when he was on um uh he did ultimate captain america mini series so um he was a great guest he yeah.
2: uh, you know and he, he i mean and i love the like the background story about him and mike zack you know i mean it was It was just good stuff, man. That's a great, great interview. It's one of those interviews where like, I'm looking forward to and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Uh, And then it turns out even better than I thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that was nice that Ron uh, called in and wishes happy anniversary. So, Bob, um, one of the themes of this show is uh, favorite or worst cap-related gift. Um, Mm. So- Ooh, You're yeah. up first, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Uh, give us a story here.
2: All right. Okay. Well, you know, I gotta be. I gotta be up front here, right? My wife has never been sort of, uh, let's just say, an avid supporter of my hobby of, uh, you know, collecting Captain America-related uh, memorabilia, comics, that sort of thing. But last year, you know, she really, she, she really tried to step it up a bit, Rick. And uh, she, uh, you know, my wife works. Uh, she works for city government. And there was somebody, somebody that that worked in city government with her, whose wife was uh, an amateur artist, did like oil paintings and things like that. And Mm -hmm. mostly, mostly seascapes, that sort of thing. But uh, she had done a Hulk uh, oil painting. And my wife was like, hey, that's pretty good. Do you think you could do a Captain America one? And so uh, Christmas morning, you know, rolls around and I open up this, uh, what I think is going to be you know, some original art, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm super excited about this, dude. Cause I'm like original art. My wife really, I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be god. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be good. <clears throat> Open it up. And it's an oil painting of me as Captain America. And it's the most atrocious thing I've ever seen in my life. right? <laughs> it, it's just horrendous. It's horrendous. Even my wife was like, yeah, I really questioned whether or not I should give this to you. uh. uh and so I haven't really had the 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 wherewithal to hang it up in my office yet, but I do hold on to it because it you know it's the thought that counts, Rick. And she really, exactly, yeah, she really tried on this, you know. And uh, but I have to say, she uh, she she made up for it because she got me a custom-made pair of Van sneakers uh, that were customized red, white, and blue with Captain America on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Aww. so uh, yeah, I love those things. Uh, in fact, I haven't even worn them yet. Oh, That's your, that'll probably come as a surprise to you, uh, based no, on oh, in fact, mis- you did. You didn't touch your collectible. <laughs> are they still in the box? They, box, are, box? they are still mint in the box. Uh, I think I'll probably. I'm waiting to wear them to my son's wedding. You know, he's twelve, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to wear them to his wedding maybe someday with a tux or something. But uh, More,
1: you know what? Or definitely in your casket.
2: <laughs> well, now that you've planted that seed. Yeah, that's, that's probably something I'm going to have to write into my will. Thank you very much, Rick. Yeah, oh, I thought about that. I'm here yeah. to
1: help.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know what, uh, you're right. The thought that counts. Yep. Uh, and for those who want to see what Bob's referring to, he did post a picture of it in the Facebook group. Um, i tell you what, Bob, probably the best thing to do when we post this in the Facebook group, Mm -hmm. in the in the message, in the comments, you should post a picture. Oh, I will.
2: I will. Yeah, I love sharing it because it's it's disturbing.
1: (laughs) She should have stuck with seascapes.
2: (laughs) She should have stuck with seascapes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's disturbing. But, you know, again, I love that she stepped up and she tried to do something cap related that that means a world to me.
1: All right, we have a we have a call from um, one of our listeners, and this is uh, Chris, and he wants to talk about his favorite cap related gift.
5: Hey guys, wanted to tell you uh, my favorite uh, cap related
0: gift. Um, a couple years ago, uh, my girlfriend had heard me talk about a Captain America poster that was all of his shields. I think Pop Chart is the name of the company that
5: that uh, was selling it at the time I had mentioned it in passing as something that I'd like. And lo and behold, later that, um, that year for Christmas, uh, the last present that I opened from her happened to be that poster. It was in a cylindrical tube. Didn't know what it was going to be. Um, I had no idea she had paid attention that I I wanted that particular print. Um, but it was, it's awesome. It's easily my favorite cap,
0: uh, cap related item that I've ever received as a gift. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. And, and again, going to the, uh, it's the thought that counts, right? Yeah, so, right. I mean, the fact that she paid attention and then surprised them later with it, mm-hmm. that's a very thoughtful girlfriend.
2: Yeah. She's you a know, keeper.
1: There, She's a keeper, Chris.
2: There, there's two schools of thought, Rick. Uh, and my wife, I'll tell you which one my wife is, but uh, there's two schools. That my wife says there's two kinds of people doesn't matter what we're talking about. It's always it always comes down to these two kinds of people.
1: OK, this will be interesting.
2: Yeah. And she said there's two kinds of people. There's the kind of people that just sort of leave it ambiguous. Right. Figure it out. Figure it out what I want for Christmas, what I want for my birthday, what I want for my anniversary, what I want for Valentine's Day. My wife is not in that camp. My wife is in the be clear about what your expectations are and what you mm-hmm. want. And I love that. I love that because I say, hey, what do you want for your anniversary? What are you, what are you thinking about for Christmas? What are, you, what, are you, what, what are you dreaming about for your birthday? Right. And she's very explicit about the sorts of things. Now, of course, I, I have little add-ons here and there that sure, sort of yeah. express my, my knowledge about her gained over the years. But, uh, but those are the two sorts of people. So, but it takes listening. So and I love that about uh, I love that about Chris's um uh, uh girlfriend is that she uh, she listened man she was paying attention along the mm-hmm. way I mean it wasn't you know this uh, the poster is not uh it's not a super expensive thing right but it's it's the listening man it's the attentiveness to the sort of things that you're interested in that uh, that show the love the depth of the love and and that's what's really cool about that gift
1: Yeah 100% I agree so I I I fall into the category of your wife. Mm-hmm. Be explicit. Uh and I'll I'll share a little story why. All okay. Right. So when I was a kid, and I was the youngest of five kids, right? And we didn't have a ton of money. You, know, you imagine with five kids, right? Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, and I was the youngest by like six and a half years. So um the there would be all these presents, but somehow every year for Christmas, there were presents magically appear Santa. Right. I mean, like, Hey, these presents, um, never, never had a bad Christmas. Uh, I'm very fortunate and blessed that way. So one year I got done opening up all my presents and I, and I, and, and, and I, I tried to, even at a little age, you know, I, I tried to, uh, show my appreciation to my parents so i said well which one of these was from you because they're all from like santa but but right, which of yeah. these was from you and they and and i don't remember my mom or dad said oh uh that one and he pointed to this plastic batmobile that was from like the 1967 batmobile and it had a little plastic batman and robin sitting in there that uh-huh. was glued to the seat yeah and i was horrified you know why bob
3: because i
1: didn't like it it was my least favorite of all the presents and i felt guilty that i didn't like the one present my mom and dad got yeah and i just felt like uh uh, yeah it's great but deep down it stuck with me like oh they got me a present i don't like you know what made it worse bob well a couple of years later I, I guess I needed some cash and I had this brilliant idea that I was going to go door to door and try to sell my toys to, in the neighborhood. And I grabbed that Patmobile and I put it, you know, with some other toys yeah. in a, in a little towel. Yeah, yeah. And then I would lay it out on the, you know, and, yeah. and I felt guilty. It was like, I'm, I'm selling the one gift. My mom and dad got me. <laughs> it horrified me, horrified me. I bet. So, yeah. Uh so to this day, um, I'm big on I'm making you a list, you're gonna give me a list. Neither of us are gonna be disappointed yeah. when it comes to Christmas. Um, I know that takes some of the magic out of it. I know it takes some of the, you know, whatever. But the that and listen, I'll give you a list of 20 things. Surprise me. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't have to, you know, get me all of them or some of them or whatever. Just do yeah. pick one thing from there. You know I'll like right. it. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, sure, I try desperately to pay attention and listen to what my kids and what my fiance wants and, and try to surprise them each year with something that's not on their list. Uh, uh, and usually I do pretty good at that. No, not this year. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm striking out this year. But, yeah. but yeah. anyway.
2: Yeah. No, I think, that, I think that's a great strategy. And I appreciate it. It takes the pressure off me. And, uh, and I've, got the, I've got the stocking that I still got to fill up, right? So, uh, and I've got a couple little smaller gifts that uh, are all me, right? That I, it's based on my reading, my knowledge gained over the years of my wife. So, uh, so it's a win-win for everybody. Everybody's mm-hmm. happy. Oh, so, what uh, what was your uh, most favorite or least favorite cap related gift, Rick?
1: You know, that uh, I had struggled with this one, Bob. But then... Then it hit me and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I forgot about this because it it is definitely my favorite Captain America gift because I've had some I haven't had a lot. I mean, I mean, I have a ton of Captain America stuff, but 99 percent of it I bought myself. You know, I mean, just, you know, I don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't ask my my loved ones to buy me a comic book, you know, it's, it's right. you know, or a piece of original art or or, you know, maybe a Funko or something. But so. I I was kind of like oh you know my my daughter last year she got me a cap T shirt I think the year before she got me a cap baseball hat, Um, uh, a friend of mine one of my 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 good friend only going back to college, he had in his attic all the Seven Eleven glasses. from marvel and dc yeah. and, and 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 not just the plastic cups he had the glasses you know how wow. hard those are fine hard to find yeah and he told me i have a captain america one and he went up in the attic and i, and I went with him and he pulled it out and i mean we had to go through all these different glasses to yeah. get to, to it which was kind yeah. of a fun That's you know, like, cool. oh here's yeah. a green arrow one. Oh, yeah and um and so there's this glass from 1977 it's in mint condition um and he was like yeah you can you can have it and you know just trade me something else and i've he's a big batman fan so I've, uh-huh. I've been on the lookout for like 10 years now trying to find something that's cool that i give him as batman related yeah so um haven't been able to find it so oh. uh whether he knows it or if not if you had
2: that if you had that car
1: oh that's true
5: <laughs>
2: wow
1: wow bob now i feel even, <laughs> horrible, even worse <laughs> um so he doesn't know it but that was a gift <laughs> but that's not my favorite my favorite is um and i have um for for those who know i have uh you know my favorite captain america artist is mike Zack, right mm-hmm. i have a wall right here i'm looking at which has a lot of original art captain america mike Zack, a commission um and then there's some some posters too right and i have a little corner here of captain america posters like you can see behind me i've got uh the the captain america annual eight versus wolverine poster underneath uh-huh. that i have the the hard to find uh black and white retailer poster of captain america 286 which is the Deathlock cover right uh-huh. over here you can't see but i have a uh, a poster uh, a big poster and then i have above that i have the president fires cap which was the retailer for uh, poster for mm-hmm. three thirty two, um, and then so I have this this really cool Zach corner. But on the floor, what people um, when I when I take a picture of this corner, whenever like I show stuff about Mike Zach, I'll say all this is really cool. But my favorite thing in the corner is the trash can.
2: Ah uh, yes, I remember seeing the trash can. And before. the trash
1: can was something from. I don't know if it was three or four years ago. I, I I need to look to see if there's a date on it. But my daughter, who who um, might have been I mean, before she was a teenager, but, but getting close, she took a black plastic trash can and she painted the Captain America shield on one side. Now, it's not perfect by any means. It looks like a kid did it, right? But it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. But the best part... If you turn on to the other side, she wrote, to my hero.
2: That is awesome, man. That's awesome.
1: So that's that Bob is my favorite Captain America.
2: Yeah, that's a keeper right there. Awesome, man. That's a great story.
1: All right. Um, Oh, we have another call in from uh, a listener. Uh, This one is from BJ Shea, I want to say his last name is. Um, And he called in. To talk about uh, something that he got for his birthday from his wife.
4: Hey guys, love the show. My favorite cap-related gift that I've gotten um, my this my, this past birthday, my lovely wife got me a lot of cool Avengers things, but the main gift, the main thing, was just a big giant like life-size Captain America balloon. And it was really awesome, and we still have it, slowly losing air. guess it's not made of a of, uh, bright vibranium, but it's really awesome. And it was really awesome when I woke up that morning, and she set up my birthday gifts, and the big Captain America balloon is right there. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Keep it up.
5: again
2: rick you know with the attentiveness right getting yeah. up early, going out getting the balloon setting up the setting up the birthday gifts that's
1: no, that's awesome very nice she's she's a keeper too yeah yeah all right so bob when i first heard that and he said life-size captain america balloon i'm envisioning uh-huh. like captain america yeah but then but then when he said i guess it's not made out of vibranium i was thinking well maybe he meant the shield I don't yeah, know.
2: I don't know. I mean, like life size, what's a cap's like six four or something, isn't he? I mean, what, what's the deal there? Right. That's, that's a big, big balloon.
1: Yeah. So, so BJ in the comments uh, in the Facebook group, uh, if you could put a post a picture, that would be really cool. That um, would be cool. If you, I'm sure you probably, I mean, maybe it's deflated by then, but, but I'm sure you have a picture of it. Or at the very least, tell us if it was a life size Captain America himself or if mm-hmm. it was the shield. Yeah. But still, thanks for calling in. That's a, that's a cool. Uh, a cool gift yeah all right so bob now we want to talk about uh what was your favorite episode that we've done or or maybe just a favorite moment from right. one of the episodes yeah. um maybe share that with the share that with the, the listeners
2: yeah you know uh gosh there's so many of them rick right i mean we've had so many great episodes and so many great interviews um And there's a lot I could pull from, but, but I got to tell you, I, I really enjoyed episode 35 and that was the interview we had done. Yeah. That's the one we had done with, uh, with Tom Braveheart. Right. Yeah. uh, he was the editor for a long, long time for Captain America and and Mm -hmm. a bunch of other titles. And now he's like, I think the senior VP of publishing. Um, But I I really enjoyed that story because um, you know, I like I want to know how the sausage is made. Right. I want to know, Like, one of the things that I love about CAP is that CAP, and we'll talk about this probably later, right? Uh, we've talked about it in, in when, we, when we interviewed um, Dr. Mark White, and we interviewed uh, uh, J. Richard Stevens, who's also a, a professor. I love when CAP sort of evolves in response to the, the world changing around them, Right. Because I mean, eighty years, man, things have changed, right? World War II and and like all all through the last eighty years, we've had different periods of of history, uh, and things have been radically different in the country. And mm-hmm. and the thing I asked Tom was that like how how do you how do you um, how do you strike a balance between making a really entertaining product, something that folks want to read as escapism, um, and yet connect them to real world events like like civil war right and um his response was uh, to me that was just like the pinnacle of like i'm a thinking i'm a thinking cat fan rick uh i want to i i'd like to get into the the philosophy of the character and his response to that was like spot on for me man it was it was like i was lapping that up man as a fanboy because that's a that's exactly the sort of thing that sort of interests me and keeps me engaged with Cap um, from the time I was like 12 or 13. To, I'm 53 now. I'll be 54 in a couple of weeks, man. And, and I'm still hanging in there because he nailed it, man. He nailed it for me. Yeah. All right. Let's play that.
1: You
5: know, All of the best Marvel stories and the thing that we, we try to do with all of them is we want to reflect the reality of the world that we live in. Um, but we want to do that through metaphor, superheroic metaphor. You know, Civil War was very much a, a reaction to and a response to where people were and how people were feeling in the years following 9/11. But everything was couched in superheroic terms. It wasn't, you know, it was about the essential questions—the divide between, uh, you know, security and and freedom. How much? How much? civil liberty, are you willing to give up for how much security and where, where is that balance? Where is that line? Uh, we just put it all in terms where it's guys in costumes who shoot rays out of their hands. Uh, and that, you know, that that's a thing that that it's there, but it's slightly more under the surface. And that's the surface. And that's a thing that the Marvel books generally have always done. You know, you talked about Englehart's Secret Empire. It's entirely possible to read that story Completely on the surface and not know, particularly since uh, you know Engelhart couldn't actually come out and say what he was saying. You know, it's all danced around. It's all very obvious if you're in 1974, uh, and and obvious because it's been covered a lot since. But you know, you could just read it and go, yeah, there's a, it was a, there was a shadowy mastermind and he kills himself and that's it. And Cap is sad because he's killed himself and now he's going off and you know you can you can read it on a, a holy you know, six-year-old superhero level. Um, but if you've got the world experience, you can, you can find greater meaning and greater metaphor in this stuff. Um, and so that's what we, you know, we strive for, you know, pretty much every issue every month. And sometimes we hit it better than other times. And sometimes we don't hit it so good. Uh, and sometimes our balance is a little off. And sometimes we're too on the nose. And sometimes we're not on the nose enough. And so the message doesn't come through or comes through muddled. Um, You know, but, but, uh, you know, that's, that's part of what separates the Marvel books and the Marvel characters from everybody else's. Uh, And so I don't see us really changing that, you know, we'll we'll just hopefully keep trying at it and do it well more often than we do it badly.
2: I mean, that was a great interview, right? Because I mean, I also asked him, I think, later in that interview about... Yeah, we, uh, particularly over the last year or so, we've we've heard so much gnashing of teeth over this whole diversity and inclusion and in, uh, a lot of different titles, and particularly around the United States of Captain America uh, miniseries, which we covered. Um, And, and I wanted to know, I wanted to know sort of Marvel's uh, executive view of like, all right, uh, there's a lot of folks who don't like this and there's a lot of folks who do like it so like what's your response to the criticism like how, uh, how do you, how how, how do you respond to that like, is there a path forward, is, uh, is there some sort of concerted effort to, to make these characters more diverse and inclusive and like what does that mean. And what do we say to folks who are a little sort of upset by that? Because this is not, in many cases, uh, the way they remember comics.
1: Yeah, and he had a, he had a great response, um, you know, that uh, trying, trying to, to make sure that everybody feels welcome. But quite frankly, if, if this comic isn't for you, it's okay. Right, they make yeah. a lot of other comics, right? Like, if you don't like this one, we got a ton of others out there that you could pick from, and that's okay. If you you know, and if and, and and if you don't like this one, then next month maybe you will. Right. Um, and yeah. and listen, if you don't like any of them, guess what? We got eighty years of backstory. You know, in a lifetime, you won't be able to read everything we've ever done. Like, you're you're going to find something um uh, and and so uh, yeah it was a great interview i i i enjoyed that a lot um and uh so that was episode 35 if anybody wants to go and, and listen to that tom Revort. i think i mentioned this a few weeks ago that um i was re-listening to the tom revert interview and uh just really enjoying the heck out of it um because again he's been with marvel for such a long time right since the, the early 90s um, and he's been involved with many of the characters but a pr- lot a lot with captain america and he knows the characters mm-hmm. very inside out he had some great uh uh insight into what was going on with the idea of bringing back bucky and um the the different you know civil war and uh just some some really inside information behind those stories it was a great interview yeah in fact uh one of the funny things uh, about uh, Tom was that some, you know, we we ask our guests, you know, to do a little little promo read, you know, so that sometimes we use them and we'll say, you know, hi, this is Tom Revoir, you're listening to the Captain America Combo Fans Podcast, right? And and so we do that with uh some of our guests, knowing that we would use that again because it's not the last time that we're going to be talking about, you know, something that that creator is involved with. Um, sometimes we ask them to have a little bit of fun with it, uh, and uh, Tom. Uh, decided to uh, to do a funny voice.
2: Oh, you do it in Red Skull's voice. We
5: always, that we always find that <laughs> <out> good. <laughs> <laughs> <Shrine> hunt. This <laughs> is star Captain America Comic Fans podcast. Octoliver. Awesome. All I love
1: right. it. <laughs> All right. uh, so there you go. Sport. What a sport, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, Tom's Tom was great. Uh we'd love to have him back on at some point uh down the line. Um all right. Uh we do have um another uh another call in. Uh this one is from uh one of our longtime loyal patrons, uh, Mr. Josh Van Dyne. And and um he's actually been a, a guest on the show. Um so but he called in as well.
2: Hey, Rick and Bob, this is Josh. Um, The best Captain America gifts I've gotten is a Captain America poster that is hanging up on my wall for my wife on
5: a random shopping trip and a Captain America Civil War poster that I also have hanging up in my room for my mom and sister on
2: on one birthday and the Captain America challenge coin that you got me. I will provide pictures in the group for everyone's viewing pleasure. Uh, thank you for all you do. Bye. Oh man, Josh, he's, Josh was such a great guy, man. He really is. He's such a great supporter yeah. and uh, we just love him to pieces.
1: We really do. Uh, so Josh, um, yeah. Post pictures in, uh, in the Facebook post um, with the comments uh, for this particular episode so that uh, other people can, could- could check out those posters and it is very thoughtful uh that uh your wife and uh and your your mom had and your sister had had done that for you and yeah. by the way very sweet of you to to talk about the challenge coin so so thank you for uh um mentioning that it's our pleasure it was our gift to you for being a a patron of the show um and if anyone else is interested in that by all means, you can check it out on our, our website captainmericacommonbookfans.com There's a place on there that talks about if you're a patron, what kind of premiums you get. One of them is this really cool Captain America challenge coin. What would cap do? Um, we, we give it out to uh, to to our patrons who, who've been with us for a few months and so it was our pleasure to really to to send that to you
2: yeah. Hey Rick, uh, uh, Shirley, uh, six, uh, and don't call you Shirley. I know, but there, <laughs> I'll beat you you, beat you. you beat you. Do beat me too, huh? Sixty-four <laughs> episodes. There has to be a favorite moment in there for you, man. Uh,
1: there. You know what? It's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say like a Jerry Seinfeld. Right. Like, somebody asked Jerry Seinfeld, like, "What was your favorite Seinfeld episode?" And he said you know they're all my babies i i i poured myself into each and every one of them you know they're all my my babies he says it's kind of like someone asking you what is your favorite breath well it's the one i'm taking now <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the one i'm taking to the next one it's the next one right, right. um but yeah i mean i listen they're, they're, every one of them i poured um, my heart into every one of did. them i enjoyed yeah. um it's it's hard to single out a favorite moment but i i will say um if you if you haven't listened to episode 42 uh this is where we covered captain america uh 265 at 266 that's the um mike zack john beatty the first time they were they were uh, an art team together but it's the crossover with with spider-man and nick fury going up against the sultan of swing and uh i i i say that because listen it was two issues two freaking issues we covered and bob the podcast episode (laughs) was an hour and 46 minutes so that may have been the start of are we doing too many tangents (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we laughed. I mean, talk about like your face hurting. Yeah. Uh, we laughed so hard during that, that episode. Um, it's It was one of the, I was so pleased with that episode. I, I told my, my fiance and my kids at dinner, I was like, listen, uh, if whenever I pass and you just want to go back and fondly remember dad in, in, in wow. his heyday, Go to episode um forty two because there was so much laughing, so much jokes. Um, I think, uh, you know, we were, that I think that was the first one where I was getting stuck on the hyphens in the balloon word balloons. <laughs> those those damn oh, hyphens
2: <laughs> Those damn hyphens yeah. <laughs> saying words incorrectly. Yeah. Um, we should have a hyphen, man. That would I be know. the next great villain for you,
1: yeah, I really should. yeah, curses. Um, so that, that one certainly is up there for a lot of fun, um, yeah, going back that to
2: great, that one. That was a fun episode.
1: All right. We've got a, uh, another caller, uh, another loyal long-term uh, patron, uh, Grant Ball. He has uh, actually two gifts that he wants to talk about, Bob.
5: My favorite Captain America gift would have to be the queen-sized quilt that my mother-in-law made me. That's just a big design of Captain America's shield. Although I think my second favorite is the Captain America waffle maker that I got. It's shaped like a shield and it's just it's fun to eat because you know you have to start off with a lot of butter and syrup because America and then first eat the outermost ring then the innermost ring and then you get the star in the middle in one big bite that's just loaded with butter and syrup and I mean, that's really the only way to start the morning.
2: Very nice. Yeah. I can't think of any better way than to spend a morning wrapped up in a quilt (laughs) eating Captain America shield shaped waffles.
1: That does sound like a really good morning. Yeah. I got to tell you. So first of all, uh, your mother-in-law. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She I don't know what you did there, Grant, but she obviously likes you. Yeah. Um, to make a uh, a queen sized Captain America quilt. Um please, please post a picture of that in the comments uh yeah. of this Facebook uh, yeah. for this Facebook post. Yeah. Um really with would you love with,
2: with it wrapped around you <laughs> yes. eating a waffle for crying out loud.
1: <laughs> yes, please stage that. That would be so cool. Um, all right. That was a, that was a great one. Uh oh wait, Bob, we've got uh another special guest calling uh, in to wish us a happy anniversary. I'm going I'm going to give you a hint, Bob. All His right. first name is Steve. Who what what Steve do you think it is? Uh it's Steve you, Rock. Uh, uh, no. Hold on.
5: Hey guys, this is either Steve Rogers or Steven Strange or Steve Engelhart. Or maybe steph curry it's hard to say but wanted to wish all you guys a happy anniversary
1: wow wow well thank you mr steve englehart uh that was very very sweet of you to call in and uh i wish us a happy anniversary uh that was um that was a great interview i mean man we're talking about great interviews right um i mean steve Englehart is up there with one of the all-time revered captain america writers uh of all time and uh we were honored to have him on as a guest uh in, in episode 52 if you want to check that out um and he went through so many of his class he went through all of his stories right yeah. and mm-hmm. uh whether it was the uh, retconning the 1950s cap and and bucky uh to uh the secret empire story um to cap giving up being or steve being giving up being cap and becoming nomad to uh the retconning of sam wilson's origin i mean like it was it, no, no stone left unturned uh yeah. during that interview he was a, a great guest and and we're uh ma'am thank you very much for calling in
2: yeah well there's two things Rick. right the first thing is like for me it was like Getting an opportunity to like sit down for an hour with Steve Englehart was uh, like, it it still blows my mind to think about it because uh, his contributions to the Captain America mythos uh, were so impactful. Uh, It can't be understated.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: And the second thing is he had to reschedule with us because he was going to the Shang-Chi opening night for crying out loud. I
1: mean, how cool
2: is that, right?
1: yeah yeah it was cool yeah but he he was like he didn't cancel he was like oh i want to reschedule right yeah 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 that was uh it was a a fun episode so uh by all means definitely check that out if you hadn't already all right bob uh man i'll just talk about gifts yeah i want I to open gifts
2: i'm guessing to get me to the, get me in the mood
1: i know right yeah let's uh let's go ahead and open gifts now i bob um i'm pretty sure the rule is uh you got yours in the mail first so you have to open yours first all
2: right all right i got it right here i got it right here
1: <laughs> it's in a for <laughs> so folks uh in case you have it uh you can't see this right so um It's in a very uh, luxurious, fancy Amazon bag.
2: (laughs) I do want to point out that it does say this packaging is lighter than our smallest box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but the best for you, Bob. (laughs) I'm going to tear
2: it open. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm reaching in the bag, reaching in the bag. Oh, 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 oh this is
1: awesome
2: what is it bob you keep <laughs> this... you're, you're leaving people in suspense Tell Oh, well, it i you know i saw this on the facebook group uh and and i actually i have it in my cart on amazon but it's one of those door lights where you open the door and it shines captain america's shield on the ground right you know and i'm like i gotta buy a new car for my new job rip and uh and i was like thinking to myself, all right, first thing I need to do is to get a Captain America shield door light that projects on the ground for my new car. And so I had it in my cart Wait, this is awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh. I saw that. And I was like, I want one of those. And I didn't buy it for myself but I bought it for you cuz I, I it's like if I think it's cool, Bob's going to think it's cool. You know there's
2: a saying, I think it's it's from the Bible. I'm not sure if it's Old Testament or New Testament, but it's it goes something like man has no greater love than oh, to buy a door God. light for his co-host oh, than geez. for himself.
1: Oh, please stop. Stop. <laughs> now, listen. Yeah, it was uh, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad I'm glad you like it. Um, oh, before Uh, i open my gift we do have another special call in wishing us a happy anniversary and this one is from previous guest mark d white oh i like
5: happy first anniversary guys keep up the great work
1: short and sweet
2: short and sweet but he's right he can't be more wrong he can't be uh, more right than that right yeah so
1: Uh, so mark um if you if you haven't uh, checked it out. Mark was a guest on episode thirty, uh, and it was a great conversation. He's the author of the book uh, *The Virtues of Captain America*, so he. Uh, so, this was the first non-comic book guest we had on because mm-hmm. uh, he's an author. Um, but if you love a philosophical conversation uh, discussing the virtues of Captain America, then check out episode thirty. That was uh, a great. Uh, time talking with him so we appreciate Mark uh, calling in and 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 wishing us happy anniversary yeah
2: I gotta I gotta tell, that was it was one of my favorites because again you know uh, this that's sort of the bent that I am uh, and I enjoyed that book enormously I enjoyed the interview enormously and I gotta tell you Rick I've been thinking about uh, sort of sort of taking a segue from that book and writing a uh, sort of a kid's version of that for my own son Ooh. Uh, yeah you know so i've got an outline made and i'm thinking about doing that and that might be something i do in the in the new year trying to um trying to write a sort of a kid's
1: version of that i like that idea bob yeah. i i wholly support that and if you uh if you if you if you need a you know someone a gosh darn co-host or something for that mm-hmm. you you let me know
2: all right i will man i will
1: all right uh so bob before i i Get into the next. I I gotta tell you, um talk about gifts, right? We were talking about gifts. Sometimes we buy ourselves gifts, right? Oh I mean, yeah. us, us comic yeah. collectors yeah. do that. But uh, I have to tell you about something I am so excited about. Uh, I I grew tired of of how my comic collection was looking in long boxes, right? I mean, I, I'm I'm an adult now, right? And right. and like I yeah. figured it's time to s- step up my display. Yeah. So. I ordered uh, these handcrafted wooden cabinets made especially for comics. Wow. Uh, yeah. Not only are they like nice pieces of furniture, but they are like really cool. As in like, you know, the front of each drawer, it, it, there's a, you could slide in a comic. So it's a way to display a comic as well. Uh, so you know what series is in each, each drawer. Uh, and anyway I, f- I found these guys on Facebook. They're called Nerd which is kind of like nostalgia, but it's nerd nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's great because the cabinets are made for comic fans by comic fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I should probably get my my cabinets in about another month or two because you know each piece is is custom made. so, wow. um, so you know and, and listen, if our listeners want to check nerdstalgia out, I highly encourage them to, to go to uh, facebook.com and then it's forward slash the classy collector to yeah. check them out. Uh, yeah. Or you could just go into Facebook and do a search for Nerdstalgia. Um, but they, they have all sizes, right? They have single drawers uh, to, to large units. And they, they even have sizes for graded comics. In fact, um, get this. If you reach out to my buddy, Tim, at Nerd Stacia, tell him you're a cap fan that Rick mentioned it, and he's going to actually take 50 bucks off your order. So go to facebook.com forward slash the classy collector, and I'm, I'll provide the link in our show notes. Um, mention your cap fan, tell him Rick sent you, and you'll get 50 bucks off your order. So I'm I'm super excited to get mine.
2: Yeah, that sounds awesome, Rick. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, like a lot of these collections, man. These you know, we don't be putting them in a cardboard boxes, right? I mean, right. <laughs> you know, these are these are our our lifeblood, man. We put our our hearts and souls into these. You want to preserve and protect them and display them in a in a way that's appropriate. So that's that's. How, I'm going to check them
1: out. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I'm I'm really excited to get mine. I'll certainly post pictures in the group when I do. Tim Tim will hook you up. Give, give you 50 bucks off if you mention my name
2: all right. woohoo! right all right let's uh let's keep the the festivities going rick let's uh let's open that that, that box i uh I, I shipped
1: your way i know i'm sitting here with this box right and listen <clears throat> some 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 members in our group if they saw this size box they'd go "Ooh, i just got a funko pop or pretzels and yeah. <laughs> but Rick likes his pretzels, man. As, uh, yeah, 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 So um anyway, so I I'm looking at this, I'm going, Oh, this is exactly the size of a Funko Pop. That's weird. What Funko Pop would Bob get me? Or wait a minute, he could be a tricky devil. Yeah. He might be sending me something else inside a Funko Pop box. Yep. So could uh, be cat, could be cash. <laughs> all right hold on i'm uh right. i'm 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 opening here now
2: all right. he's opening folks all right he's, he's got a uh a very micro knife
1: trying not to you know all always right. cut toward yourself bob that's yeah. what i learned in, in cup scouts
2: okay okay way back when i think that's when they used uh flint flint
1: knives <laughs> all right here we go box is all right. open
2: all right there's right. paper here all right there's paper free paper you it like is a that. Funko
1: Pop it, is, it is Rick it, oh it's a Nick Fury very nice now I, you know, this is yeah. not just any Nick Fury this is the 2019 fall convention limited edition exclusive
2: now Rick I don't know if you have that yet but what I, I noticed, I noticed, I noticed on December 1st, you uh, you had sold some of your Funkos and uh, yes. to one of our Facebook members. Mm-hmm. And I do remember that he had posted pictures of them. And in those pictures was uh, a picture of the Nick Fury one. And you had posted in the comments that you kind of like the Nick Fury one. And you thought about getting that for yourself in the oh, future.
1: Look at you. Look at so, you paying uh, attention
2: yeah you know and it's even in
1: a uh funko pop collector uh clear box around it to make sure that it arrived in pristine condition yeah i was going to super
2: glue the seams of that
1: (laughs) so so folks this is when bob's going to have a conniption because i'm going to take it out of the pop collector (laughs) box and then i'm going to take it out of it out of the the cardboard box. I'm and I'm going to display sure it with my those, other
2: those boxes, don't
1: even open, Rick. That's a myth. Oh. that's a myth. Oh, hold on. Let me get my <laughs> knife here and just cut the cardboard then. It's a myth, Rick. They don't open. <laughs> no. Uh, this is great. Thank you, Bob. Um, because you know, I I collect Captain America pops and his related characters, his allies, his enemies. And this, Nick Fury obviously is an ally. So uh very cool. Thank you very much. That was very sweet of you. You're Hold welcome. on. I'm going to take a I'm going to take a picture. I think we got that. We'll post it. Very Woo! nice. Thank you. Merry Christmas, right. Bob. Merry Christmas. All right, Bob, we have another um, anniversary message uh, by oh. a special guest who called in. Um, this would be uh, Catherine who um is the uh, widow of Mark Grunwald, and we had the pleasure of speaking with back in oh, she was one of our earlier uh, podcasts. I want to say episode eleven, and had an excellent uh, conversation with her about um, Mark Grunwald, uh, what Captain America meant to him, um, his legacy, uh, a lot of inside baseball stories about Mark um, as a writer, Mark as an editor. Um, she was a fantastic uh uh conversation um but she she uh she called in as
3: well hi there it's katherine schuler grunwald Happy anniversary. Wow, a year. That's quite a, a milestone. And Mark always loved to um take significant dates and give them meaning and to commemorate them. So and I love those coins. A fantastic idea, Rick. Um the uh in having those characteristics that, that Cap uh has, you know, empathy and compassion and uh honor and integrity. uh, Just a wonderful reminder. So thank you for for those. And um, I started a new project called Cosmoda, the Cosplay Runway. Imagine if Comic-Con had a baby with fashion week. So Mark always said fashion and comics went together. So this is another project as his legacy advocate that I'm doing. So I'll see you in the new year and happy anniversary. Bye.
1: Well, thank you, Kat. That was very oh, sweet.
3: sweet. Yeah. yeah. You know, that sounds kind of
2: cool, actually, Rick. You know, we have a there's a, I, there's some sites out there that do Captain America cosplay that just boggle my mind, like the uh, care and the attention and the expense. I mean, the money that people pay to to look like Captain America, I it's mean, just it's amazing stuff. So I think that's kind of cool. I'd love to see more of that.
1: Yeah, and good luck to to Cat with Cosmoda, the uh, cosplay runway. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, certainly would love to to check that out. So, uh, and and thank you also, Cat, for for mentioning um that Mark would like the the Cap Challenge coin. And what would yeah. Cap do, coin? I mean, that that means a lot to me. It does. Uh, that that Mark Grunewald himself, uh, who really, I mean, there are a few creators that. You know, you just associate with Captain America, um, and and Mark Grunwald is definitely up there. And to to say that he would appreciate this this what would CapCoin do uh, means a lot.
2: It sure does. Like if we could go back in time and uh, and uh, and give him one of those, how awesome would that be?
1: It would be great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Bob, while we're on the subject of Mark Grunwald, there was a uh, a book. Uh, that came out recently mm-hmm. uh, about Mark Grunwald. Have you heard about that?
2: I have. You know, I haven't picked it up yet, but I'm 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 really looking for. I'm hoping it shows up under the Christmas tree. If not, I'll be uh, hopefully buying it in the next month or so because I do want to read that. Uh, I've heard so many good things about it.
1: Well, the um, the the writer of the book, uh, Jason Olson, is also a listener of the podcast, and uh, so he had a, a pretty cool favorite Captain America gift story, and uh, he called in. Hi,
0: this is Jason Olson, Uh, my buddy Greg. I've known him for over 20 years. He's not a comics fan like we all are, and he has engaged in playful teasing of me for, well, the last couple decades. I'm thick-skinned, and he's funny, so it's all great. Well, he poked me a lot when I was writing my book about Mark Grunewald and Capcomics from the 80s and 90s. Um, Said things like no one would ever want to read the book. He doesn't get it. He doesn't know the fandom. It's fine. But earlier this year, he took his calling me a nerd game to the next level by getting me a cameo from the guy who played Ogre in the Revenge of the Nerds movies. So this cameo is Ogre calling me the ultimate nerd for writing my book. It's pretty funny. Um I had no hard feelings, but if I did have hard feelings, they were gone. When I got an early Christmas present from Greg earlier this week, it's the 75th anniversary of a premium edition Captain America collection. And if I am the nerd king, like Ogre said... Um, this amazing book would make a great throne, but I would never sit on it because it's way too nice.
1: Wow. That's a good friend. Yeah, it is a great friend. Wow. Yeah, yeah we all need friends like that. Yeah. 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 So not I, only I, did he get you uh the vibranium uh anniversary, but he yeah, he got you a cameo with Ogre. Like that's wow, that's super cool. Grr. That's awesome, man.
2: I Nerd wish you would have I wish you would have played it, man, because that takes me way back, you know, Revenge of the Nerds.
1: Yeah, that totally. Oh yeah. wow. Good stuff. Yeah. Good so, stuff. um, anyway, well, thanks for thanks for uh calling in and uh and, and sharing that story with us, Jason. Uh, we certainly need to check out your book and you know, maybe one day we can have you on the show and uh talk about it. You know, speaking of cameos, Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a that's like a recent phenomenon. I think the last few years. Right. Yeah. Celebrities. Yeah. have been... a great
2: that's a great. I mean, I whoever came up with that idea uh, should win a Nobel Peace Prize as far as I'm concerned, because I think it's a great, <laughs> great idea.
1: Uh, maybe stretching a little bit, Bob. But yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, and by the way. I'm available for cameos if uh, anybody <laughs> wants me to call in. <laughs> if, if you want me to call your loved one and say, greetings, Cap fans. Yeah, I'm not. I'm
2: very antisocial. So
1: that's uh, true. That's yeah. true. No, you know, what? I, I saw so I'm, I'm getting married uh, this this upcoming June. And one of the things that I am going to ask like my good friends for i'm like listen you guys could chip in for this like you know listen i'm i'm an adult i don't need stuff right you know mm-hmm. like we don't need uh china or silverware or toaster or you know whatever the case may be so you know what i really want i really really want bob i want a cameo from john Cleese. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm a big Monty Python fan. Yeah. You're a big Monty Python fan, right? Yeah. And I would love to have John Cleese call, you know, leave a, a one minute message, uh, totally mocking me, ridiculing me for, you know, and 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 basically wishing me and my lovely bride. You know, uh, a happy wedding and yeah. you know f- future nuptials, whatever you know, like you know, all that, and uh, just in his sarcastic, you know, British, uh, way, right. it just uh, I would yeah. love to hear that, and then and then I want the DJ to be like, oh, uh, someone couldn't make the wedding, uh, but they called in and left a message, and then just have it played, oh, you know, wow. during the wedding reception, yeah. have John Cleese play,
2: <laughs> that
1: would rock my world
2: that would kill it yeah right absolutely that would be awesome yeah i know you know having followed uh, mr mr cleese over the year uh over the years I, I know he would he would love that as well
1: oh really oh, okay yeah. well yeah. since you're tight with him maybe you yeah, can uh, get, get a plug
2: hey, hey rick if you if you could pick a cameo of yeah? any captain america you know sort of character main character side character any anybody uh, with the exception of of Steve Rogers himself, who would it be?
1: If I could,
4: I, yeah,
1: I'm not following Bob. Are you saying someone who would call and leave a message, like a like the like, tr- celebrity like, cameos? No, like, no, yeah. like a
2: like if one of the characters, like it, let's just let's just like pretend here, like mm-hmm. like that the characters are real, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like who would it be from? A captain america sort of world to call me to call you and, and leave you a, a cameo message
1: Ooh, that's a great question so many great characters uh
2: i and think would it would be sharon or uh, you, know, I,
1: doughboy? you know who doughboy doughboy primus <laughs> um i don't know i think i think like for instance i think winter soldier would be boring right yeah um i think uh sam wilson would be
2: you know yeah. okay all right all right all right yeah
1: all right, yeah. Yeah. All right. um Not very exotic I'd, I'd have to go with a villain yeah i think a villain would be more fun like a red skull you know or uh-huh. uh yeah, somebody. Yeah, probably Red Skull, right? Wouldn't that be cool if Red that Skull cool. called in? I'm not
2: sure I want him to know my name, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want him to know who I am. Yeah, that would be yeah, Red Skull. Uh, all right. Well, obviously you've given this some thought, Bob. Who, who yeah, would be yours? You know, for me, it would, it would, it would have to be Nick Fury,
5: because
2: oh, I would, sure. I would love, I'd play it over him calling me a gold brick or you know whatever some uh-huh. some <laughs> 1940s, 1950s lingo. Uh, You know, that would definitely uh, do it for me. I play that. uh, I play that over and over again to motivate me to 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 get started on my uh, my work.
1: Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, speaking, you are a big Nick Fury fan. He is. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I have done the voice of Nick Fury in any of the issues that we cover. It's probably nothing like you think the Ferries voice is going to be, right? Don't no,
2: me? no, I gotta tell you, Rick. You do a you do a good job. I, I I look forward to uh to your voices. And I, I think and I'm sure the listeners would agree that uh that you have you you deliver, man. You do do a great job on, on some of these voices. Oh, so thank yeah. you. Thank I you. I appreciate work, that. Man.
1: Yeah. Nothing's more fun though than batrock
2: Well, yeah.
1: Yeah uh that that he's he's definitely the most fun to do um but uh yeah now the, the different voices oh yeah you know what and and listen we're not going to get in to the different voices rick has done over the last year uh because <laughs> some of them are embarrassing uh some of them are you know i don't know uh i i do my best yeah but yeah. thank you yeah all right so bob speaking of of favorites um what would you what in the last year what was your favorite interview <sighs> you, know, I, you know i have to really wrestle with
2: that one rick um but you know as i've said before i mean we've had a lot of great ones. I, I love the uh the one with uh with steve Englehart. i love that mm-hmm. love tom brevoort uh, yep um you know, we just we've had so many good ones this year But the one that really stands out for me is the one we had with Dr. J. Richard Stevens, the author of Captain America, Masculinity and Violence, The Evolution of a National Icon. And, you know, the reason is, is uh, I've read that book so many times now. And and, uh, it is it's it's in my top three books. uh, Wow. Of all time. I love that book. And every time I pick it up and I read it, I find something new. Uh, And then to have the opportunity to to sit with him, as you and I did for an hour and a half, uh, and pick his brain, uh, Mm -hmm. not just about sort of the span, because he wrote from the Golden Age up through, uh, I think, through the Nick Spencer run, um, but not anything after that. And to be able to sort of pick his brain about the stuff that he wrote about, but also sort of contemporary stuff. Uh, and drill down a little bit about what he meant about the evolution of a national, I mean, that to me, man, that, that is like, that's like a big slice of my favorite dessert with whipped cream and a cherry (laughs) on top. Right. Uh, I just love that. I love that. Uh, I I love that episode and I've listened to it a number of times and I'm sure I'll continue to listen to it.
1: Yeah. And for those who haven't caught that particular episode um, it was uh episode 47 where we talked with uh professor stevens uh and, and let's face it bob you just like the professors i do right
2: yeah i got a sweet spot there for uh was
1: was the professor your favorite uh character on gilgan's island
2: <laughs> oh it was barry Ann.
1: oh yeah oh <laughs> oh yeah oh tell me more <laughs> different podcast oh okay i gotcha yeah. no no uh yes uh professor stevens was a, was a great conversation and and much like when we talked about with with mark white um it was a great philosophical conversation about the mm. characteristics of captain america what makes steve rogers um an, an amazing character and uh yeah it was a great conversation absolutely uh and i he's a member of our facebook group too i believe right and this is the podcast so um yeah absolutely everybody check that out that would be episode 47 okay bob we have another guest calling in to wish us a happy anniversary
5: hi this is jmd Mateus, wishing the captain america comic book fans podcast a very happy anniversary how cool holy, is that? Holy
2: smokes. JM man. I'm, that was a great interview. And man, he's done so much for shaping the Captain America mythos. That really means a lot that yeah. he called in.
1: Yeah. No, that is very cool that he called in and we appreciate that. He, and he was. it was it was a great conversation with him. So so there you go, Bob. You you talked about your favorite interview. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with my favorite interview. Mm-hmm. And it it was JM Damateas. Um now. J.M. Uh, and if you haven't listened to it, it was it was an earlier podcast of ours. It was back uh, episode thirteen, and uh, you know he was the writer when I started reading Captain America, right? So he was the writer for like Captain America for like 1981 to 1983, so for like two and a half years, um, and he uh, Mike Zeck was uh, was the artist mostly when he was on, and then Paul Neary um he had some great stories and he went we went through every single story during his tenure uh in that interview and he he shared some some great inside information um uh, behind those stories and, and some of his thoughts on it but there there was a couple of embarrassing moments in that episode too mm-hmm. bob so we talked to him because he created the character well he okay he didn't create the character, but you, you remember when Steve Englehart created the character uh, of the 1950s Bucky? Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Well, De Mateus was the one who brought him back, right? Uh, all these years later um and gave him his name, Jack Monroe. Now, Jack Monroe um, was during the 80s and, and 90s a character that. Uh, became nomad and he was um uh one of captain america's uh allies um you know during that the mark Grunroll run when when cap became you know the captain you know like it was a pivotal character mm-hmm. uh, for many years um then he then he during the 90s he did what a lot of 90s characters do right he became a a, a a rough and tumbled character uh wearing a trench coat carrying a shotgun wearing glasses long hair right yeah. uh you cobra know, yeah oh yeah totally Remember that movie <laughs> oh yeah with yeah. uh stallone right yeah. and um it had his own series you know nomad um so he was uh you know totally a he a revolutionized character well Dave mateos was the one who you know basically revitalized him so we asked him what was his reaction when uh during the ed Brubaker run where the winter soldier killed jack monroe he's like oh he's dead <laughs> so so here's here's his reaction to that
5: i really enjoyed writing him i enjoyed writing his relationship with steve i enjoyed writing just you know his own sort of he had to learn about being in the eighties the same way that when, you know, Stan and Jack were writing it, Steve had to learn about being in the sixties. Um, and that was always, it's always a fun thing. Uh, I love the man out of time stories.
1: Yeah. It was so, fun to um, revisit that, that, uh, that, that theme. Yeah. And, and he yeah. became a, a fairly beloved character. I mean, he went on to have his own series in the early nineties. Yeah. 90s. yeah. Uh, so that, that was something thanks to you. So I, I guess my question is uh, when Ed Brubaker became the series writer, uh, back in 2005 he had this fantastic winter soldier story mm-hmm. and um part of that story uh winter soldier assassinated jack in a very controversial like one issue story did I you didn't even know that. Oh. <laughs>
5: that i never knew that so jack is dead huh
1: yes that's how you tell me ah! <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm up on some of this stuff, but I have not followed, you know, every bit of history since, since then. okay. So, oh, that's stupid. Well, you know, it's comics. So, so dead Bucky assassinated Jack. So that does that means that Jack could come back at any time, really. Exactly. You know, Bucky can come back. Jack can come back.
1: Yes. Well, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have, uh, you know, a uh, J.M. DeMatteis Mateus um, uh, revival of uh, Jack Monroe. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. So... Uh, oops yeah right. <laughs> uh, let, well, oops we uh let the cat out of the bag on that one yeah. um so well, that was well. kind of an embarrassing moment yeah. the second one was just something that was actually did not make the episode so i mentioned before that we we ask uh our guests um, to, to, you know, record themselves saying, Hey, you're listening to the captain America against podcast Right. And we, we use those for future episodes. Uh, for instance, if we're doing a a Damateus issue, we'll, we'll throw that in the beginning. Right. So we asked him to record it. He nailed it on the first try, quite the pro. Right. And then Bob, we asked him like, Hey, you know, Hey, if you want to do a, a funny version, you know, like we asked Tom Brevoort, right. And right he did that, yeah. The the red yeah. skull version. Right. And we were like, Hey, if you want to do a funny version or if you want to say something like, Hey, you know, you're listening to the, the, the two biggest captain America fans I know, or, you know, whatever you want to do. And, and <laughs> J.M.'s like, uh, no, let's just get to the interview.
2: Uh, I decline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Request
2: denied. Yeah. And it right, was like, yeah.
1: oh, okay. Oh. Um, yeah, let's just, just get to the questions. All right. Yeah. Uh yeah. um, no, listen, and and I don't blame him. I no, don't blame no. him at all, right? He's a professional, his time is valuable. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know us from Adam, you know, uh yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, but that was <laughs> I I if you listen to the beginning of that episode towards the middle towards the end you might notice that rick's a little more stiff in the beginning <laughs> because he's reacting to the fact that jm was like no let's just get to the interview
2: it was a great interview though you know uh we had done i think previously we had done joe rubenstein and we had done bob sharon and then have uh, jm uh, up next uh Man, that was just three great ones in a row, you know, uh, from that time period.
1: And, oh, you uh, left out um, right before then that we did uh, Catherine Schiller and Grunwald too. You're
2: right. You're right. So, uh, yeah. and, and that was just, uh, it just kept getting better and better.
1: I know. I We've been very fortunate. Like you named uh, a few, few really good ones there. Um, we had after that, we had Georges genti on mm-hmm. in episode 17, where we um he was the artist on the the US Agent miniseries. Yeah. Um then we had Mike Perkins, oh, who yeah. um, you know, great uh artist, but he he's best known for inking uh Steve Epting in Captain America and then penciling his own issues, you know, all during that whole Winter Soldier story line. Uh he was a fascinating interview. That was episode 23. Um, we had Mark White, which we talked about, Tom Revoort, Ron Garney. Uh, John and Beatty? I mean, yeah. yeah. John Beatty, yeah. He, uh, episode 43, he, uh, he had some interesting stories about his partnership with Mike Zach and some other cool things. You mentioned uh, J. Richard Stevens as being your favorite. Uh, of course, Steve Englehart. And then um, episode 56, we had Mike Rockwitz, who uh, was the, the editor during uh, the... The Captain America during the '90s, and and certainly that is a tumultuous time period. Uh, depending on on your your uh, nostalgia, uh, but that was a an eye opening interview because he didn't he didn't hold back.
2: Oh no 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 he didn't. That was raucous. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then speaking of raucous, right after that we had Brian Polito. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I, I learned Brian a Pulido- whole
2: new definition of churning.
1: Yes, you did.
2: I love that episode. Uh,
1: yeah, so Brian uh, hadn't worked on Captain America, but a long time, 30-year uh, comic creator. But just you know, he's a huge Cap fan, so it was fascinating talking with him. And then uh, the guest after that. Oh, I can't mention that yet. We'll mention that at the next episode. Uh, that's the our next yeah. episode is our next guest. He's a big one. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll talk about that uh, in a moment. All right, Bob, we have uh, another message coming in.
4: Hey, this is Captain Andrew here in North Carolina. Yes, I am actually a captain. It's my title, not just the name. I have really enjoyed the podcast. I was never really one uh, for comic books. I was exposed a little bit. My brother-in-law does write some comics, but nothing that really stuck out to me. But my uh, love for Cap and wanting to be exposed to him more led me to find you guys, and it has just really increased my, uh, my appreciation for the character and for the work that went into the creators that not only first started with him, but is penciled and drawn and told the stories of Cap through the years. And I think this has been a great place for me to find other like-minded individuals who uh, enjoy the, the subject matter as much as I do, and I think you guys have done a great job, and keep up the good work. Thanks a lot! Well, huzzah!
1: Yeah, very cool. Right. It's yeah. always great uh, finding new Cap comic readers. You know, uh, so Bob, one of you know the the Facebook group that we have, right? we have like well mm-hmm. over four thousand Captain America fans uh, in there, and and I'm sorry, Captain America comic book fans, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. and and I emphasize that because you know back when the pandemic was starting i i launched our facebook group so you know it's been a year and a half and or more um and it was something i've been meaning to do for a long time because i'm a huge captain america fan of the comics now listen don't get me wrong love the mcu love the movies the chris evans phenomenal um and but but everywhere i went if i typed in captain america on facebook it was all about the mcu it was all about the movies it was all you know this and that you know the memes and all that stuff i was like well wait about what about us fans of the comic book right so that encouraged me and 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 when you know when the pandemic started it was like okay you know uh i've got some a little extra time so let's make this happen and I launched the Facebook group and then um, it, it just it kind of grew from there right You became a, a member uh, early on
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and we just kept growing growing and it was a grassroots campaign I was <laughs> I was out on all the other Facebook groups uh, constantly asking people to, to, to join oh, you like America oh you should check out this group and and it wasn't um, I guess it was shortly after we got to 3,000 members, I was like, man, where do we, how do we take this to the next level? Like, you know, wh- what can we do next? And, uh, it was in, in November a year ago that I had that, that bug in my ear. And I was like, I should do a podcast. I didn't know anything about podcasts. I didn't know right. how to create a podcast, how to record one, how to edit one, how to, you know, do any of that stuff. Um, but it was, uh, something that you know, I learned about, and then of course I was like, well, I can't do this alone. I need a partner. And and you were the first guy that came to my mind because you had been, you know, a a great moderator of the, of the Facebook group and, um, like-minded on on so many different levels and, uh, we hit it off. So, um, I'm glad, it's very glad that you said yes. Um, and, and it's been a, a great 64 issues or because it's been a great 64 episodes with you, but, Messages like this from Captain Andrew make my heart feel warm because they were like me, right? Big. He said he was a big Captain America fan, but he never read the comics. Well, obviously he was a big Cap fan because why? Movies, maybe the cartoons, video games. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. because of our Facebook group, because of our podcast. People are getting more into the comic books, looking at the history of the comic books, the creators behind the comic books. And, uh, you know, that, 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 makes me happy.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of depth there. And I think, uh, as you said, the, uh, you know, the movies are, are uh, a great entree point, but, uh, if you want to dig in deeper, if you want to learn about how this character has evolved over time and really the depth of that character, then, uh, then the group is the place to go and the podcast that uh, really does take it to the next level.
1: Absolutely. Uh So Bob, you, you, you know, I think before when we were talking about one of your uh favorite moments yeah. of this, uh, of the podcast, you were kind of torn, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you had another one that you wanted to talk about. Uh, I did. I did Rick, you know, we,
2: uh, we've done a lot of great episodes and, uh, way early on we did a uh, top 10 Captain America uh, villains not named red skull uh, and that was a fa- I mean, that was such a fun episode to really you and i sort of wrestle over that and we got a lot of input from uh, the facebook uh, group members
1: and people calling in yeah yeah people calling
2: in and we got we got one call i didn't really see it coming I, I honestly didn't. I I should have. I should have seen it coming. I mean, it's in, in hindsight, it makes perfect sense. But every time I've listened to that, uh, in gosh, almost the year since, uh, I almost pee my pants. And uh, that's that's one because I'm laughing, but also because I'm a little afraid.
1: Um, so, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that, that's that's your so. And you emphasize right. The name of the episode was "Top Ten Captain America Villains," not named the Red Skull. And and the reason we went with that was because we all know Red Skull is number one. I think there was like there was no point. Like like let's not. Let's not do Red Skull and nine more. Like, let's just do yeah. top ten, right? Um, so yeah, we we didn't cover the Red Skull. Well, uh, apparently somebody was not happy about that. And, and someone called in to that episode.
3: Nine, 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 nine. You filthy American podcasting swine.
5: You dare to make the podcast about Captain America and his villains. And you totally ignore the Red Skull. How dare you? This will not stand. Where, where is my cosmic cube? I will... Oh, you should not even do a podcast about Captain America at all. You should make every episode about the Red Skull.
3: The Hustenpfeffer.
5: The... The... The Berliner. The... Who... Oh.
2: <laughs> oh man the Hassan pfeffer that kills me every it slays me every uh, time uh, uh. I been the
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh that was a, a good friend of the show uh john waller soul who who called in and and did that voice of the of the red skull he um uh, and if you want to check him out he he has uh, a couple of independent comic books that he's uh, created, that he's written. Uh, I think the, the title of his uh, series is uh, Beautiful, Silly, and Terrible Things. Uh, you can check it out, beautiful, silly, and terrible um, But yeah, that was, uh, that cracks me up too. Every in time. fact, time. He, he actually, yeah, so check that out. That's episode nine. And Bob, I still the marketing guy in me is still like, why did you do episode nine for the top 10? <laughs> why did you not wait? Just one freaking episode. Wait one episode, Bob. Right, right. And do episode 10 being the top 10. But no, no, we did. We did episode nine. So check that out. Um, so, so that, uh, that being said, uh, Bob, I should probably uh, share with you um, our last call oh yes we have we have one more call here you go
4: oh oh oh. Oh, this your one year anniversary batrock is so happy he must leap leap flip
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh batrock oh thank you batrock for calling in (laughs) we we appreciate that uh anniversary message oh all right well that was that was our look back at this past year the one the, the the one year um now it's time to look forward bob
2: let's do it
1: right so um i know i teased it i know i said we're going to tell you who our next guest was going to be we went through our laundry list of all the cool guests we had in 21 kicking off 2022 uh, this will come out on January 5th with episode 65, our next episode. We have on with us, Bob, Mr. Jim Shooter.
2: Wow.
1: I know, right?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, if you're you born under a rock and you're not sure who Jim Shooter was, um, shame on you. Uh, go back to the 70s, 80s, and 90s, um, and Jim Shooter's name was huge um he was the editor-in-chief of marvel comics um so he made a lot of big decisions on your favorite marvel characters including captain america Mm -hmm. in fact when you go back and you listen to the uh episode 13 whether when we talk with jm de um he had this grand idea for episode 300 of captain america of of how it really that penultimate battle with red skull should go. And then the year that follows that story and then, uh, but please listen to that episode and and find that out. Um, Jim shooter disagreed and Jim shooter uh, had his own thoughts. So we want to talk to him uh, about, about that. We want to hear his side of the story uh, of, of what happened uh, with captain three, Captain America 300. And then also, I don't know if you heard this, Bob, but Jim Shooter, he was the writer of Marvel Superheroes, Secret Wars. What? Yeah. And who was the leader of the heroes Mm -hmm. in that 12 issue maxi series? Mm -hmm. One Mm -hmm. none other than Captain America. Yeah. So he knows the character and uh, looking forward to that conversation with him about uh, his time working with Cap.
2: Yeah. It just keeps getting better and better, Rick.
1: Yep. So, um, and then for the month of January, um, episode 66, we're going to visit a volume we haven't touched yet. I mean, it's hard to believe, but in, in the first year, we never visited volume seven. So, no. we're going to go ahead and uh, do volume seven, issues 11 through 14. Uh, and you're like, Okay what's that supposed to mean? Well, it's a really cool story, it's written by Rick Remender, art by Carlos Pacheco, and it is uh the Cap versus Nuke story. Mm-hmm. And uh if you haven't read that, this will be fun. Uh if you have read it, this will be great uh going back and revisiting and seeing Bob's and my reaction to it, but it 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 includes one of Steve Rogers' best speeches in modern time agreed yeah uh episode 67 we're gonna go to 1990 bob we're gonna visit uh volume one number 371 and what is that one well it was written by mark runewald in uh, art by ron Lim. and this is a special issue where steve and rachel go on their first date and for those who may not know rachel uh is diamondback Mm -hmm. and uh it's a a fun story where rachel's uh friends from the serpent society uh, her female friends want to make sure rachel and steve have a good first date so they they kind of protect them from these other villains that are trying to attack it's a fun story Mm -hmm. And then, Bob, in episode 68, we're going to 1980. Wow,
2: 1980?
1: Yes, Bob, 1980. Yeah, I'm going to
2: get my parachute pants out.
1: <laughs> Can't touch this. <laughs> um, so, Captain America 241. Now, you may not, off the top of your head, know that number. But if you saw the cover, the famous Frank Miller cover, you would know this is the cap versus punisher yeah story and uh so we're looking forward to to getting into that so that is uh the next four episodes that'll get us kicking us off in 2022 um with some of our um uh upcoming scheduled but then what are we going to do the rest of the year bob gosh
2: i don't you know i've got some ideas rick um yeah, things, as I said at the beginning, you know, we, we covered a lot of ground over the last year, but there are some things we put on the back burner, things that we had talked about, but we couldn't quite get to. So, um, you know, one of the things I, I would really love to do is, uh, I don't know if you remember, it, but back in 1994, Roy Thomas had written this great one shot called the Medusa effect. Uh, and I'd love to, I'd love to do that one. So maybe we could fit that in sometime uh, uh, over the next year yeah we can check it out <laughs> <laughs> another thing <laughs> you know i think would be awesome to explore it's not a it's not principally a steve rogers story but the captain america patriot a four-part miniseries from 2010 to 2011 i don't know if you remember that one but uh that was a that was a really fun uh jeff mace story where he picked up the mantle from uh from nasland william nasland uh and you know it kind of follows his uh, uh tenure as captain america and that's that's a that's a great uh written and illustrated uh miniseries and i think uh i think that one deserves to be covered as well
1: i you know I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest here i've never read it oh you're so this will be my first time yeah
2: yeah you know, I don't know if you remember Rick, but back in episode forty-eight, way back when we did the top twelve Captain America origin differences, where we sort of covered some of the differences in the original Golden Age retelling from some of the early Silver Age retelling of uh, the Captain America origin story to some of the later uh, some of the later retcons. And I think it'd be fun to go back, maybe and do another one of those uh, uh, episodes where we look at the top ten retcons. Not the origin ones, but some of the other retcons that have occurred in the Captain America storyline over the 80 years and and explore those a little bit. So that might be fun to do.
1: Oh, you mean like um, Avengers number four?
2: Right. Or, or or Peggy
1: and Sharon's relationship. Oh, yeah. That stuff would be very fascinating. Yeah. Um, I love that idea, Bob, because the last time that you did that, um, I didn't have to do anything.
2: I knew you liked that. I saw that. I saw you
1: had a he had a, he had a
2: glow about you. So I'm like, wait that. a minute,
1: wait a minute. I get a podcast right out to do uh, all right. this time to research. That's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, and there's been some clamoring uh,
2: among some of the uh, some of the listeners and some of the uh, uh, Facebook uh, members that we should go back and maybe take a look at a couple of the golden age stories. So I think maybe we should do that, and maybe even um, take a look at. Uh, Uh, one of the commie uh, smasher stories from the Captain America comics uh, Mm. issue 76 to 78 from 1954. That might be fun too, just to take a retrospective look back at those.
1: I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I know there has been a lot of clamoring for golden age stuff. Uh, So yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do that. We promise uh, before that we would do that and we'll probably try to do that in Q1. So you don't have to wait too long. All
2: right, I like the lingo. Q one.
1: It's, it's... Oh, sorry, that's a marketing guy. Yeah. Um. All right, I like these. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys uh, like these, uh, by all means, mention it in the the comment section of the post, and um, we'll see. Uh, you know, if we get a, a huge enough demand, we'll, we'll go forward with these. But I, I'd like I like your ideas, Bob.
2: All right, that's the first. I don't hear that very often.
1: So. Um, so yeah i have a a few ideas um so speaking of of commie smasher you know naslin Mm -hmm. right um i think we should do what if number 44 oh right so that that came out in 1984 and it was what if captain america were not revived until today yeah uh so that has uh not Nazlin, I'm sorry. That actually has William Burnside. Mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm. I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because of the, the Commie Smasher, right? Um, and, uh, and of course, it has Jack Monroe in it. Uh, but yeah, that would be a good one, I think.
2: Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a great story. And uh, self-contained, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to read. Uh, yeah, we definitely got to do that.
1: One. Yeah. You know what was actually really big for us back in March and April? uh, in the Facebook group was we did March madness, but it was like the top 32 captain America artists of all time. And then we had a bracket and like every day there was a new, new bracket to vote on. Yeah. That was huge. We got a huge turnout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it here in the podcast. Um, so I'm thinking we should do that again. Um, so we could do this in March uh, for March Madness. Um, we could go back to the top Captain America artists, um, but this time we could they could be reseated. Uh, so like, you know, there was some scuttlebutt last year that you know some people didn't like my alphabetical seating because they were like, "You're putting John Byrne against Sal busima in the first round. That's not fair. um and I hear you. So you know, we could always um, you know reseed based on last year's winners, so that we don't have like the two powerhouses going up against each other in round one, uh, or or maybe we do something different. Maybe maybe we do the top thirty-two writers yeah, this time that'd be around, fun. right? I like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, let us know uh, if you like that idea. Um, last idea, big bold idea, ambition that I've got for for twenty-two. This is a big one, Bob.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: Very ambitious. Okay. All right. There is the captain storyline. Now, we had um, a winner uh, on our show last year, Mr. James Foley. And um, we had him on the show. He got to pick the topic. And he picked the captain storyline. That was his favorite, right? And that ran from 1985 to 1987. Well, um, we we did some highlights. Like we didn't do what we normally do, like take it panel by panel, going through the comics. We just kind of talked through it, and we had a, it was a good conversation. So check it out, uh, episode 25, um, where we we cover our thoughts on the Captain storyline. We didn't actually take us through each one. Now there's 19 issues to cover here, Bob, uh, yeah. starting with. You know, issue three thirty-two, which was where Cap resigns, to three fifty, where spoiler alert, he resumes being Captain America by the end. Yeah, and there's his journey in between, right? The journey of we have John Walker becoming Captain America and his trials and and his ups and downs Mm -hmm. during that time, and then we have Steve Rogers uh who is no longer captain america and he becomes the captain and his journey during that time it's a really good story by mark grunewald uh mm-hmm. art by by karen dwyer for the most part um the thing is it's 19 issues and i i've been shy and scared to stay away from it so here's what i'm thinking bob you you tell me what your thoughts all are all right we can cover three to three four issues in a podcast yeah right it gets us an hour and a half roughly you know it depends on our tangents right um so maybe how about we do this we spread it out over the course of six episodes Mm -hmm. not in a row not in a row but maybe it's i don't know like you know like the first podcast if every month is our is our interview right well, maybe the last podcast of every month mm. is the captain storyline. And we do that over the course of six months and, and string it along. Mm. I don't know. I mean, that, that's one way to tackle it. It's one I mean, way. The other, yeah. the other way we could do it is just, you know, hey, we'll just do six episodes in a row, but that it's doesn't, I don't know.
2: Barrel on through. I guess it depends on how entertaining we can be about those six episodes if we were to do them in a row. Uh, but I think either way, it's a, it's a great idea. It's such a seminal
1: storyline. Um, it's a 35-year anniversary.
2: Yeah, right. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons to do this. Um, so, why not?
1: Yeah. And I would love to uh, maybe see if we can get maybe, I don't know, Kieran Dwyer on the show. That
2: would be and, great. Yeah. And,
1: or Tom Morgan. Like, Tom Morgan's a part of our group you know he's a pretty active member in our in our group i've i've been after him for a while now to to see if he would be a guest yeah. on the show i would love to hear you know his take because you know he he drew many of those issues um in the first john walker stuff so right. um yeah. so yeah yeah what do you think
2: yeah i say let's out? let's do it i'm i'm all in
1: all right well bob i think that brings us to a conclusion of this uh, anniversary episode um the one last thing we need to do is we, we have to talk about, you know, all these people that have called in with their such, great yeah. stories, such great stories. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, promised we would pick a winner. So Bob, it's on you.
2: All right, let me run it. I'm going to run it through the computer. All right. We get the, I'm going to get the print out here. Hold on a second. <laughs>
1: That's true. Yep. It, it, you know what? Hey, Bob, it wouldn't be an episode without you doing some sound effects. the The, the problem is they're not loud enough. You need to wake up, Bobby.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the, I got the dot matrix printer going.
1: Wait, I got, I got
2: the, I got the, uh, I got the answer here. Ruth.
1: Oh, great! What is it?
2: Uh, I believe the winner is Grant Ba.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. You know why I like that, Bob? Because America.
2: America. America. <laughs> I just I can't get the image out of my head of him wrapped up in his Captain America quilt eating a waffle covered with butter and uh,
1: I gotta see that picture, Grant. Yeah. Grant, you gotta do that. All right. Um, so yes, congratulations, Grant, uh, for 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 winning the, the prize. And thank you to everyone who has took some time to call in and share their stories of their favorite captain america gift or our or wish us a happy anniversary it means a lot uh it has been a true labor of love uh for both bob and i during uh this past year and we look forward to to many many more thank you for being a part of of this group this family of captain america uh of fans and uh we look forward to to you know doing this more often and and being part of your home. So, so thank you once again.
2: God bless us all, everyone.
1: (laughs) All right, Bob, as always, it's been fun wrapping cap with you.
2: All right. Take care my friend. Let's do this again in the new year.
1: All right. He's Bob Lucius. I'm Rick Verbonis. And you have been listening to another episode of the Captain America comic book fans podcast. Oh, 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 oh
3: oh, 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 oh